I'm Z. I'm Cole. And we are the Thoughts. No, 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 no. We are not Thoughts. Why are we Thoughts? Do you not know what it means? I don't know what it means. It means that hoe over there. Oh, no, no, no. We are not the Thoughts. We have Thoughts. True, honest opinions that stick. That's a huge difference, by the way. Are we going to do our intro for the camera? Um, can you use other? Or do we, is that better for you? I don't know. Yeah, if we do it on the camera. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. I'm Z. I'm Cole. And we are the Thoughts. No, we're not the Thoughts. Why are we the Thoughts? Do you not know what Thoughts means? Um, no, I don't know it's what it that means. that hoe over there. Right. We are not. The no, thoughts. we are not the thoughts. We, we have, have thoughts. thoughts. True, True, honest opinions that stick. And we have had such a long break. I know. I've I missed you. you. I missed you. Yes. We've missed you. And we hope that you've missed us. And we're going to start off today with some interesting topics. We're going to get into it. We hope that you guys follow us on um all of the platforms whatever your preferred platform is but we own all of them right um you have access to spotify us. amazon um yeah spotify amazon instagram Apple, everything. everything anyway so let's talk about these what's the first topic gen gen z's gen z's wait first of all what is the what are we what about we're millennials we're millennials okay yeah, so anybody that's be, uh that was born in 81 and all the way to like 96 or something like that. Wow. As a gen, as, don't 96. fully quote me on that. Hold on, let me. But I, I, either way, there's a gap, but we're definitely millennials. We're millennials. Yeah. The millennials is the best. They are, because they have the most sense. But the scary part. <laughs> Not that we have the most sense. We do. And we were just raised differently. Yeah, like, I agree. I think that this generation, excuse my expression, is developing some really sensitive. So PUSSY Gen Z is 1997 to 2012. That is Gen Z and then Millennials. Um, from 81 to 94 slash 96. Okay, so we Millennials. Mm-hmm. Which is scary sometimes because I'm like, I don't know if I consider myself a millennial just because it's sometimes my thinking. But the Gen Z for sure, I'm not. I know I'm not. Yeah, I'm definitely old school. Even yeah. for um, the, gen- what are we? Millennials. Millennials. But what's the differences? Like, what do you find? Just the mindset. Like, the work. I was having a conversation, and he might be a little bit older. I mean, I don't know if he's in the Gen Z mark. He might be. Yeah, with my um, stepson. And he was like, we were talking about working. Mm -hmm. And it was something like that. And I was like, you know, if I wanted something, I would go to work. Right. My parents never had to be like, hey, do you want to get a job today? No, we was ready to get a job. I was ready to get a job. I remember getting my first job at um, Target. No, Pizza Hut was my very first job. And I only quit it because I didn't. Mine was Arby's. My dad made me quit. Why? My grades. I was slipping. (laughs) So my dad, and that was and the that, was a, that was a good punishment that was, you don't want to act right and you don't was, get to work but I didn't, can't get, I didn't get a 
I don't know if I liked it all the way because I couldn't give a two week notice. I just had to go in there and be like, yeah, that's a quit today. Well, I quit my first job. That's interesting. I want to know what everybody's first job is. If you listen to this, tell us your first job. Um, wait, I'll go back. It was Six Flags. That was my first job. You worked at Six Flags? I hated it. Why? I worked there for the summer because, of course, they picked the darkest one. That's what I felt like. And I worked outside. I hated it. (laughs) I hated it. The sun would beam on my face and, like... But everybody worked outside. No. Not like that. I feel like that was borderline torture. But I don't think this was... Because it was your. It black. had nothing to do with my skin tone, my skin but color. But you just was probably mad was out there because you're black. Yeah, even though I had short like the heat. and I was super warm, you know, I looked comfortable. But and they provided the uniform. I miss those days. Yeah, they would like give, ask you for your size, and then I would just like wear that or whatever. But my first job was Arby's. Was it you were a cashier? Or you were in the back. Everything I would do like cashier made the food. Really, Arby's is why I don't eat beef. Because you saw they what was happening. Yes, when they would take the roast beef and put it on the thing, like kind of like you know that those new restaurants, the Brazilian grill places. Yes, and they cut the meat off. Yeah, but at Arby's, it imagine roast beef on there, so it looked like, and then I didn't understand why it was so pink when they were cutting it. Mm-hmm. So it all together. Matter of fact, my next job is why I don't eat pork. I just realized that you know what because Obviously you weren't doing this stuff on purpose. It's just no, like Arby's. That roast beef when they cut it disgusted me. I just couldn't. Then I started doing research. That mm. was the problem. So I started doing research how long it takes for it to digest. Okay. That's and then I started working at Honey Baked Ham. And so, oh, and that's why you don't like pork. Okay. So, so you were working at these places where you're actually like watching it, I guess. Yeah. So imagine the back of the ho- oh the gosh. warehouse. You see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pigs, not literally alive, but right. it's just the part where we're eating. Right. And you're seeing them being cut, and then there are other persons no got a blowtorch. Oh my God! <laughs> what? Not a blowtorch, but it's for the you know honey baked ham. I know has that crusted. Oh no, you know topping. So the way you do it is cinnamon and sugar, and they have it in a uh, sifter. So as it's and it's it's beautiful. Like I I used to eat it then, but I think it was just too much. Just too much of me seeing it. How long did you work there for? I mean, honey baked ham was a seasonal job. So every. Thanksgiving and Christmas for years. Okay. For like at least five years. Like, oh, wow. Okay. And I think we started, I was still in high school, you know, so. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I'd be able to eat the, the way you just, excuse me, the way you just described that, I don't know if I'd be able to eat after that. That's gross. And then I think also what made me not eat it, the Arby's was I would see what they were doing back there. Like, some people are just not clean. So it just made me go, I'm nice. done. I don't want to. But honestly, the reason why I got the job at Arby's is I wanted some beef and broccoli swamp Tim's. And I got the beef and broccoli. And he said, if you don't want to come, if you don't come in today, don't come back at all. And I was like. <laughs> Target told me. I, for real? Tar- well, Target was like, you know, you can never work for another Target again. Because I was coming to quit. I was like, I know. I didn't know that, but. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, I can still get my check, right? And he was like, good day, Tyke. He used to call. He didn't even ever say my name right, so I didn't even really care. It was like, 
Zechariah or some crap. I was like, it's Akira, sir. But I think I was too young to correct him, actually. Yeah. But I, I, I do see that the people's, is it their work ethic you think is different? The work ethic, the people skills. I was just talking to somebody last night, and I was like, he's one of my te- uh, team members is about to leave for school. I'm like, you have to call these people. He's like, I have to call them. Because people like, text. They, all they do is text. Right. Them. I'm like, I know. You hate calling. Yeah. I don't like being on the phone either. So I'm like, you have to call them to tell them that you are about to go on a leave of absence. Like, you can't You can't email, just leave. You cannot you email, email them. them that. Yeah. It's yeah. like breaking up with somebody. Right. So you saying, need a break. But you could just see, like, the uncomfortableness on his face. Like, oh, i got to call somebody. Because they're so used to sending a text message. I could see that being more relevant today because even when i used to do recruiting for in sales people we used to literally call it um phone paralysis where okay. you had to get over the fear of the phone and that was back that, yeah. 15 20 years ago yeah but i get that that's for sales but now so many people got hide behind social media or from a keyboard that you just you'd used to surpri- and you'd be surprised like i remember we had another team member he like anytime we would call him, he never answer us. But and then he finally said the reason he doesn't answer his phone is because he just gets so uncomfortable. I'm like, but it's your job calling you. Like you don't want to answer us. And don't answer nobody else. But yeah. maybe it's, your, it's his voice or his. I don't know. I know I that could, I could see why it's uncomfortable because you, if you are so used to one way, like if your parents aren't. But that's what I was gonna bring up. The generation. You know, technically their parents are millennials. Their parents. But which I, is crazy. But I think that we, our mistake as millennials is because we had, a lot of us had hard core childhood. Like yeah. parents who disciplined us. Parents. But why would you not, why would that trickle over? Because you want to, you're still mad at your parents. And you so want you want to change things. Change things. Yeah. You don't want to whoop your kids. Yeah. You want to, like my sister don't. gentle parenting. It's very, I think it's too damn gentle because. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I love my sister. She don't spank her kids. I think it's noble. Yeah. But I think every once in a while, a little pop up. That it it goes a long way. You know, I do child care without popping or corporal punishment is what it's called technically. Right. But I do sometimes throw on a threat. Do you want me to call? Do you want me to get this? Do you want you know? Right. Because at the same time, you don't want to lead in fear, right? You don't right. want to do that because I think that's toxic that our parents did. Yes. But I think we're making it too easy for our kids. Even me, as a parent, sometimes I have to remind myself what is going to be best for this child for if I'm going. And that's not hard to think about, but I don't want my sons to depend on a woman to feed them, right? So it's been a challenge for me to not continuously cook for my son. I still do like today. I was like, you want me to make you a quick chicken sandwich? Because it's just, I have to, it's just in me. Right. But... I even struggle with not doing too much and letting them figure it out. Well, him, really, at this point. I mean, yeah, it's me and my sister were talking about this today, actually, about the um, reading. Where, like, like, just the harshness of it. Like, as far as, like, when I remember when I used to read and you'd stutter over a word, my mom popped me on the back of my head. Like, <laughs> what? Do you think that's true? That is terrible. Yeah. But that's just like when you get the 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 question wrong. You know how TikToks be people be making the TikToks like oh, one yeah. plus two 
and the kid will go five. five. The fuck is wrong with yeah. you? That's true. Now my parents were kind of well. My mom was kind of like I know the you know we now looking at it from knowing more. I would never say to a kid. You're you're serious, right? You don't know that goddamn answer, right. you know, because now it's making them kind of like, yeah, like, oh my god, I can't get this wrong, you know. Right. But more so is, how are you getting this answer? No. What made one plus two equal five? And what no. what what formula? My mom. I think it's as long as math too. Oh yeah, they do the math differently now, right? It's unnecessary what they do for yeah, math. I'm not there yet, so I don't. I, I gotta look in here and say whoever created the longhand math you are the reason that the ginsengs are fucked up that's true beeped up you notice that i got the beep out our other curse word when i talk about dalai lama okay just want to let you know and bleep it out okay but anyway um yeah i i think i read somewhere a quote or a video and the guy was saying the generation that has it hard will create the weaker kids and then the weaker kids kids will be the stronger ones it's kind of like one successful generation he explained it in some way like one successful generation Mm -hmm. will breed an unsuccessful generation if they make their life too easy because what made all of these the jay-z's and because imagine jay-z and beyonce how hard it was for them to become jay-z and beyonce Blue is front stage in front of millions of people because she's the daughter of Beyonce. She didn't have to really do much but be born. So I'm not saying that that's going to stagnate her because I don't know how they raise her. I don't know what kind of discipline they use, which is very, you know, that's a variable. We don't know. But she, the experience that she's missing from whatever Beyonce had to do and whatever Jay-Z had to do, she didn't have to do that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't, I could see how if it's not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If it's not filtered or if it's not handled well, this can be a, this could build someone who is not as ambitious, you know? She's literally on the front stage. She took over that lady's Ashley's job. I don't know if you remember Ashley. She used to look just like Beyonce, but she decided she not to do the tour. Well, she didn't get replaced. She posted that she just decided to do some other things. Oh. I guess the last tour was very Tax tiring. Okay. And I think she just had a baby. Mm. So I think she's just moving in a di- different direction, trying to get out of the shadow of Beyonce. Right. Um, she didn't say that, but she thanked her for doing whatever. But anyway, that was her position. And now it's blues. And now it's and blue. Like you said, she really doesn't have to work that hard. I mean, she's probably working hard with the... Yeah, the choreography, yeah, learning like, it. But I'm talking about the, the process. Like, yeah. She didn't have the experience when Beyonce only did a concert and only had maybe 100 people there. Right. You know, and in this concert, you only had 25. In this right. concert, now you got 100,000. Now you have... The world. The world waiting for you to come. That doesn't happen overnight. And your tickets are... 300 to I mean, 10,000 or 20,000 or something. That's rent. rent out there. For Forget it. rent somebody 401k plan. True. She had tickets for 10k. Jesus. And it was like backstage all this stuff but yeah, I mean, if you got it, you got it, I guess. But I just feel like you can invest in something else. 
I mean, it's an experience, I guess. I went to the Beyonce concert, I can say, for $10,000. I, I mean, some people's $10,000. Obviously, I had it, right? Right, because when we think about ten, if you don't have $10,000 in savings, then it seems like a lot of money. Yeah. But if you have a million dollars in savings yeah. or a hundred million dollars, that ain't shit to you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, like, you got to remember we had just five people die, basically paid $250,000 to die. The submarine people, they pay, they paid two hundred and fifty thousand oh, dollars to basically die. Did you hear that the son like didn't want to go? He only went to follow after his daddy. Like the, the mom was supposed to go, but she decided not to go at the at last minute because they said that she had seen the excitement in his eyes to want to be with his to dad. Be with his dad, so she gave up her seat. I'm like, now you ain't got nobody. Now you out here. Now you just lonely. For a sacrifice, it's just, all of it's crazy. Well, her life's just going to change. I mean, what if she did that on purpose? I hope not. I don't think she, no one first saw this. See, that's, there. I don't think anybody forced he's getting into I a think, submarine. And not I don't think out. anybody forced him, but this is where we have black people stuff and white people so, stuff. Yeah. There is no black mother letting her fucking kid get on that submarine. Yeah. No, not one. I would beat Zaire and Zaire. I would go to jail before. You You're them. going where? You got, you would have used 250. Even if we're billionaires to go underneath the submarine, bruh. And I'm not saying she's a bad mom. I'm not saying any of them are bad. No. But them old motherfuckers. Go, but that boy was 19. So the question is, is 250000 worth an excitement that you die for? Obviously to her, no. Now she can say it's not. Yeah, I she mean. lost her family. Damn. Hopefully, hopefully that my condolences. Only, so. Let me let me not be too insensitive about it, and just also so. say my condolences to the family, as well as the hundred and fifty people the week before. Did you see that? Those immigrants who were on the boat and they all like died, and they even had video of them crying, trying to yeah. get their babies. Yeah. And they didn't pay any. They were trying to get freedom, and we heard really nothing about that, but. Wait, I was going to say, I'm like, I barely heard about that. Yeah, I actually had to search because I saw someone say it. And that's what made me go back and go, what are they talking about? And I Just was like, like the things with France. Yeah. Like, nobody was talking about that. And then someone put, like, I forgot what they said. They were like, we're not talking about, th- like, you guys aren't talking about France and what they got going on. So I looked it up and I'm like, there was so many fights and wars. Yes. Like, what's happening? Well, I told you, we totally got off topic for, but it's okay. Right. It's a good topic. Okay, so yeah, so the difference between Gen Z and Millennials, again, the Millennials are the parents of the Gen Zs, but it makes sense if you give that breakdown as far as the weaker generation, because I'm definitely in the gentle parenting category. Like, I'm, I don't speak Jason at all. Like, I probably, I'm very stern, but he's also very sensitive. You don't have to speak Jason. All you got to do is go, Jason! Yeah. Ah! Goes down, I'm like... It's all right, buddy. Come on. And then you, after you talk to him or whatever, but I don't know how it, honestly, I don't know, thinking about it, though, I don't know if I would have done well not being disciplined. Like, I, I appreciate the done, way that I, I appreciate how I was raised. raised. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I know there's some parts that I wish didn't happen. Right. But, but looking back, I know they just didn't know. Like, right. there was no therapy, no, what abandonment might be and all that stuff or not abandonment but like 
certain things that make you like not want to be corrected Mm -hmm. yelling a certain time those things are very much important that we could have all done away with and maybe some spanking i think some spanking was a little over the top but um i've got been with the good old switch oh yes and then they used to make you fucking pick the switch i don't have to pick mine Mine, i only got it one time and that's because i did something i had to pick it like three or four times and i learned and i had to wait for my dad i got i matter of fact it had to be more than three or four times because it was so many times it was so many times i had to pick the switch that i learned who's who's switching you your grandma or your mama my mom my dad never switched me and she would have me go and get the switch. And I remember one time I thought I was slick and I got one that was skinny like a vine. It hurt the worst. Those are the worst. Damn. The ones that you get are the ones that look like a small branch because they break. Okay. And this is a shame that I had to figure that out as a kid. But literally, if you get um, a thick one and they hit you, it's, it'll, it's more likely to break. But the vine, it's like a whip. I don't know which one I had, but I had welts all down my back. All on my legs. She only did my legs. And then the other thing, do not take my mother to jail. The lady on my Facebook is actually my stepmom. Just in case you try to prosecute her. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know her. I don't know her. No, and then the funny thing is I remember one time out of frustration, I got beat with a Twizzler, and that was just like a vine switch. A Twizzler like the candy? The candy hurts. It's the worst thing to get whooped well, with. Well, I guess like the edges. No, it's like it doesn't we... break. It's just like the vine whip. The vine switch. She was a desperate. She was like, I need, she to, find, used to, I need eat, to find something. She always used to eat Twizzlers. And I guess she just thought you it was. You just pissed her off when she had the Twizzler in her hand. That's... I don't know what I did. But I know that that was a very brutal. Not brutal, but it was not fun. No, um, that sounds painful. But what I will say about the Gen Z and millennial difference is this bullying thing. Yeah. I do agree with Chris Rock. Have you heard his... Chris, oh, sorry. Chris so Rock crazy. said that he feels that bullying is necessary because mm-hmm. it makes you build character. It makes you thicker It skin. makes you have thicker skin. And not that you just get bullied. Like, we used to get bullied in person. Right. And this generation can't handle being bullied in cyberspace, which also gives revelation of how strong and influential social media is. Because you would think, like the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but that's bullshit. Because obviously they hurt because people even kill themselves over you saying something from social media where... We had only 65 years ago. I don't think it was 60 years ago. What, the internet? No, when Ruby Bridges. Oh, yeah. Ruby was Bridges a... was eight years old. There's a documentary on it. I haven't watched it yeah. yet, but I've had three recommendations to do it. Watch it, not do it. That she was only seven, and she had to listen to these grown women spitting on her. Yeah, I remember that. Saying all of this crap. Imagine you being a black kid in 1950 and we're talking about these I was about to call them pussy <laughs> that can't handle somebody saying I don't like that your outfit your nose is big you're okay, uh, but does that come from like for me like cause I've been bullied but I've been bullied like my parents reaction wasn't always like the best if I was to think about it 
like in regards to you complaining about being bullied mm-hmm. okay which was like stand up for yourself or was it like uh yeah it was kind of like that but it was more like i can't believe you let that happen in a sense kind of something like that oh i know that sounds kind of, that sounds more toxic but i think more so yeah i don't know why why the generation now like lets that get to them i'm like who cares I I remember my mother making me stand up for myself. Okay. I do remember I was bullied a lot when I was maybe from fifth grade to or fourth grade from fourth grade fourth grade to about seventh grade. You were bullied that whole time? Yeah, like, when I, in fourth grade, from fourth to sixth grade, I was in a dominantly white school. Mm-hmm. So, there was a stage where, you know, somebody, you know, they would say certain things to me. I didn't really know until now. Some of them were racial, but I didn't, I didn't pick it up. And then, but it wasn't bad. It didn't get bad until sixth grade sixth grade is when i got over the bullying that's when i hit that person's nose yeah and with the snowball yeah yeah with the snowball that's when i realized i could fight like i could actually physically hurt you since you're trying to hurt me right and but i didn't hit her first she hit me first she threw something i don't like to be to this day i don't like to be cold but when she threw the ice ball at the back of my head my neck it went down my back it made me go crazy it was like, I don't like, I really don't like being cold. You know that. I hate right. being cold. So it like, since this rage, when she came and then she followed me, the bitch had her to follow me. We were friends too. It was weird. And she was with a girl that we used to call her Uncle Tom. No offense if she watches this, but I used to call her, we used to call her Uncle Tom because she would always want to be around the white girls. Mm-hmm. Now we even said to her once, who you with? Them or us? Because it used to be like five black kids. And then all these white people. But the, for some reason, they was, like, scared of us. After I realized and we realized, wait, there's, you know, I could beat your ass. You know, it's like an awakening. But then when I got to eighth grade, um, there was some bullying. Because I remember I used to wear my socks rolled down like donuts. And this girl tried to pick on me that were Because in, um, in North Plainfield, where I went to school at, the middle school was attached to the high school. So every once in a while, you would cross oh, the high school. But the high schoolers used to make it feel like the high school was the exclusive side. So if you were a middle school person hanging out over there, it was like, whoa, you're dope, right? Such stupid stuff. But um, I remember when I would go down, I used to dread having to go down the steps where this side is all the high schoolers because you would hear certain stuff that they they would like wait there and crack on whoever Mm. then i remember um i didn't know i had psoriasis then so so when i would get breakouts right here i would get picked on for that and then i just remember one day i had something happen and i got into it with a girl and a guy and then at that point people didn't bother me anymore it was kind of like i then i just got grew balls I was angry. I used to have stuff at home. So instead of me, you know, you couldn't hit your mom and stuff. We had our issues. So I would take it out on people. The one girl who I tried to bully, I actually, she kind of, she didn't beat me up, but I didn't also win that fight. 
And then at that day, I said, I'm never starting to fight again because all the fights I won, I didn't start for the most part. Um, yeah. So I just think I agree with him that there, if you can't handle someone saying something to you and then your parents can't guide you through that, how the hell are you going to be able to deal with life stuff? Like here I am broke up with an ACL. You know, some people might mentally go haywire for the smallest things because you don't know how to handle. And the way they communicate is different now. What do you mean? I feel like back in the day, you always had like one friend, right? Yeah. Like a best friend Mm -hmm. right? as you were growing up. And that's who I would talk to. But like now, because it's so... um, like the communication is less. Like they're either on their phones. Yeah. No one's really communicating, so that I feel like that also makes it hard for them to navigate how to get through that. At least, you know, we had somewhat of an outlet. We weren't needing therapists or anything like that, but I felt like I had better outlet to to feel comfortable. Now I don't feel like they feel comfortable enough to say, "Hey, someone's picking on me at school." Yeah, they, they I can like, see that. They like you know to either internalize it. And that's where you, like, you know, you feel so alone, I guess. And that's when you, like, either commit suicide or just, you know, take matters into your own hand if you get a hold of a gun. Because that's how they fight now. It's not even... Without, yeah. Back then, like, I remember, excuse me, my high school fights. Like, when I would see people get into fights. Oh, my God. I remember this one kid. He got his head bashed into, like, those vents. The like heating vents, like oh my god, he survived to he told he survived to live. He lived. It's not but a it's, gun. I mean, it wasn't a gun, but they were like old school fight. Like they were fighting. This girl got her hair pulled. Like I'm not saying physical fighting is the way, but it's not the end. But of it's a not life. the end of the world, and you can walk away. Either you walk away. I lost that fight, or I won that. Yeah. fight. Yeah. Like, like the girl either the way, you're you've defended yourself. Even if you lose a fight, I feel like you're defending yourself, and that's how, just how it's gonna be. Yeah, like you're out here just trying to make. But the, again, this generation now, I feel like they're just so um, to themselves. They barely communicate on how they feel. I'm like, it's okay to feel the ways. I do think that technology has some responsibility in that. Of course. Because even with the me, I am very strong in almost every area of my life. Okay. Except for the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. When it comes to being vulnerable, when it comes to the matters of the heart, I struggle with that. And I don't, when I look back, I don't know if it's necessarily just trauma. Okay. Or is it the fact 